Hi, this is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? I'm talking to you today on a Monday for a Tuesday taping. How's that? This is the great thing about technology today. (laughs) Well, today I want to talk about resolving conflict because I, for the life of me, used to think that whenever there was a conflict or whenever there was an argument, I went at it like it was a war, you know, like I tackled it, even, you know, even not even a conflict. Just say if there was a question I was asked and in order to find the right answer, I'm big on researching and and trying to find the, the, the truth, the facts, not my opinion, because. I really, it doesn't matter what my opinion is. You know, the statistical data that can prove a point, whatever. You know, that, the research background just comes out in me. But one thing I always remembered, and I might have said this on another podcast, I, I used to work, uh, do research for executive office of a major um, utility company. And I remember one time, I, when I first started, I was doing this research and I was being uh, trained to, do, you know, give the, the end results by my boss at the time, Carol McDade, and she had told me, you know, you, you break everything down, you do bullets, you, you know, make it as simple as you, as you can. They only want one page of facts there so that they can elaborate on it or their secretary can do a presentation. Bottom line is that was my, my job. So this one time I ran into, and I can't even remember what the topic was, I really couldn't find a lot of information on it. And this is back in the late 70s, 80s, something like that. So there was no internet. And I think the only thing we had on hard uh, online was like Dun & Bradstreet, and that was just about it. So anyway, I went into this guy's office, and I'm saying to him, Mr. So-and-so or Bob, whatever, I don't remember, listen, I've got a problem. I said, you know, I can't find any data. And he was just staring at me blankly. And he finally looked at me and said, you know what? The next time you bring me a problem, Don't bother to come in. Only come in here if you have a solution. I'm telling you, my face went blank. But from that point on, that's what I always thought of. There's a problem. Let me find the solution. And I'd work at it until I could find the solution. Now, I can't even remember how that ended up, but but basically, that was a light bulb moment for me. But if you think about that in anything, an argument, a conflict, I mean, even an argument, you can agree to disagree, and that squishes it right there. If you truly do allow somebody to disagree with you and be all right with that. I'm at that point in my life. You don't have to agree with me. I don't care if you do, honestly, because it's not my job to influence or change your mind. That's not my job, you know? I figure if God, who created us, doesn't do it, who am I, all right? But I do know one thing. In order to have peace in your life and in order to feel like, hey, you can let things go, I'm learning to recognize, find the solution. Disagreements, conflict, argument, challenge. Look on the bright side. There there is some solution. Even at one point, if you just decide to table it. Let's table this because we're not getting anywhere. I, I, my daughter told me today about some friends who are having early stages of their marriage are disagreeing. I love what James says about this in the Bible. He said, we want our own way. Let's face it. I know myself. If I'm disagreeing with you, I'm proving my point. I'm going at you 100%. I'm trying to convince you of all I know. There's a little ego in there. I won't say a little. There's a lot. Because at the end of the day, what purpose does it serve? 
If you're getting somebody so upset by delivering them your message and what you think is right, and you know I'm big on injustice, doesn't love do that a little bit better? They're making somebody feel terrible about their decisions or where they are in life. Because let's face it, we're all at a certain point in our lives. So we can only do what we know. But if you have somebody else coming at you trying to convince you that you don't know enough, then what do you feel? (laughs) You feel inadequate. You feel bad. Why would anybody want to make you feel bad? Because you disagree with them. I don't know. I kind of think that they don't feel good with themselves. So misery loves company. So let's just disagree and argue and argue and argue and, and be hateful and, and say the most horrible things about one another. I don't want that in my life. As I told you before, I turned off the network news because that's all they're doing 24-7, telling me about all the bad stuff. I don't want to hear that. I can, I can turn on the TV and listen to any bad stuff I want. I choose not to. Believe you me, it's made a difference in my life. I've had less nightmares. Yeah, I'm one of those people. <laughs> Whenever I see something, in fact, this weekend we were with some friends and they found two mice. And even though my husband, I didn't see this because you're in the country, you're going to find the mice. They were dead. And our friend's dad just took it. And was and so he hid it from his wife, Keith. It, it was protecting me and his wife and was talking to us and turned our backs. Even though I didn't see the mice, I had a dream about the dead mice. So that's how bad I am. I don't know what it is. So I cannot stand to watch anything negative. It's got to be positive. And my favorite, one of my favorite shows is Outdoor. This man has uh, a set of of five, uh, what are they called? Quintuplets? I don't know. And he has another daughter who's um, a couple of years older than them. And so it's called, he has six daughters. It's called Outdoor's. I get the biggest kick out of that show. I am laughing. I am having such a great time. Um, I love hearing about young families with babies. So counting, counting on, which is the Duggard family, and they're all now having their children and getting married. I love to hear things like that because I love babies. I could just 24-7 watch a show about babies. But needless to say, you've got to find things in your life that are uplifting, I just heard this man in this podcast this morning. I put it out on my personal uh, uh, Facebook page. He is talking about how he was originally a drug dealer. His name is Chef Jeff, and it's in Gold Coast, I think. He is telling a miraculous story about how he went to federal prison. And when he was in this environment, he chose, and he was a drug dealer, making $3,500 a week. And when he went to prison... He chose to become friends with the upline, the, the, the CEOs of companies, the, 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 the presidents, the judges, the, you know, all these people who had had power at one time and were in high-level positions. He began to befriend them, and he learned from them. He started reading books, and he knew he had the gift. Imagine you're this kid coming from inner city, and you have the ability to make $3,500 illegally. Well, in that regard, you turn it around, you making it a positive. Now this man's a millionaire himself and he's using it for, you know, law abiding profession. He's a, he's a top chef and now he's going around motivating. And especially those people that say they came from inner city, they had nothing, but you know, it's a choice you make. It's a choice you make in your life. And I say, once again, it's a choice in your life to, to choose to find a solution Resolve the conflict, even if the conflict means you walk away. That's resolving it. That's bringing peace. 
And let's not touch on that subject again. No matter what it is, no matter what it is, why do you why do you want to light the fire? I feel like when people want to get you excited or get you angry, there's a lot of stuff going on in their lives. Because, like I said, misery loves company. I'm miserable. I'm going to make you miserable. People who like to pick at people till they get them upset. You know, no one thing. You have the power to just turn away from that person. Distance yourself from that person. Recognize, no, this is not going to happen. But, you know, you still have to love that person. Sometimes there's family members like that. Going currently on in my family. People not speaking to one another. I pray for them. I'm not them. I'm not going to judge them. I'm not even going to tell them what they need to do. Because you know what? They have to come to it themselves. But I do know myself. You know, even if I get upset with my family members, if I disagree with my family members, I still love them. And they have a right to be who they, they are at that point in their lives. It's not my job. It really isn't to judge them, to make them feel bad, to put them down, to make them seem like I'm superior. I'm not. I'm just making the choice in my life to do more things that are uplifting. There's enough sadness going around in this world. I don't want to add to it. And I don't want to welcome it into my life because that's what the control is. I have control, okay, over my behavior and my reaction. So when I face conflict, when I face an argument, I'm sorry, I'm just going to, hey, if we can't come to a resolution on this, if we can't solve this, then I think we need to step away and either rethink about it, for me, I pray about it, and just breathe. Let go. Let go. You know, just let go. So much peace in letting go. Hey, listen, I thank you so much for listening to me today. This is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. If you're on Facebook, hit me up. I'm at Diane J.C. Harvest. God bless you. Have a great day.